It took both guides to dig me out. And after we all had a good laugh about it, we headed up the mountain to try out some of the widely groomed trails. The tracks ran nicely along the smooth terrain, and I grew more confident in my abilities. Then, a series of moguls appeared. And though each bump was a fun one, I felt like I was riding the waves in a speedboat and catching too much air. Thankfully, I let off the throttle just as the trails became ungroomed. Then one of the guides motioned for us to form a single file. Another took the tail. I was just in front of him. Just like the elevation, the weather soon took a turn. A heavy fog rolled in. The glare of the snow, the mist, and the broom began to blend as one. My pulse quickened as distress made its presence known. Visibility was down to just 10 feet ahead, and the sled in front of me was kicking up so much powder that I opted to decelerate and then watched as its blurry taillights darkened to a shadow and fully disappeared. I slowed to a snail's pace until I could finally see, but when I looked in my rearview mirror, the guide who was behind me was nowhere in sight. Unbeknownst to me, he had darted through the trees, leaving me all alone in the spooky haze of the woods. Then, just like an egg being divided between its white and its yolk, I could feel my soul separate from my body as the amygdala in my brain began believing the illusions that take along with fear. Was I going to die out here? Even though my hands continued to control the levers, I was unable to see the trail. It was like riding the tracks of a train on the edge of a cliff, hoping and praying you wouldn't derail. Hey, beautiful, I heard telepathically. It was the familiar voice of Tom, a longtime friend of Steve's who had just passed away last year. Was he here to tell me my time was finally up? 